السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ حضرت مفتی صاحب میں اللہ سبحانہ و تعالی گرانٹ یو عافیت اینڈ گڈ ہیلتھ اینڈ آئی ایم شور مفتی صاحب وی آل آر ریڈی دا انٹائر ٹیم آف مرکز صحابہ سبحان اللہ آر ریڈی ٹو ڈلیور ون آف دا موسٹ بیوٹیفل پروگرامس ان دا منتھ آف رمضان مے اللہ تعالی گیو اس دا اسٹرینتھ اینڈ دا انرجی اینڈ دا اخلاص انشاءاللہ ٹو میک دس پروگرام ا گریٹ سکسیس مفتی صاحب دا پلیٹفارم از یورز السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ بارک اللہ فیکم سلیم کریم جزاک اللہ خیرن مولانا یو یو فیملی ول بی میکنگ دا گریٹسٹ سیکریفائسز یو نو ونس رمضان مبارک سٹارٹس دین نیکسٹ ویک ٹیوزڈے دا ٹویلتھ آف مارچ انشاء اللہ العزیز ول بی سٹارٹنگ دا پروگرام At three o'clock, and Mawana Salim Kareem will be on, insha'Allah. So Allah Jalla Wala reward you, your entire family, with Dharain in this world and in the year after. We say Jazakallahu Khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolihil kareem. Amma ba'd. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 22nd of Sha'aban, 1445. With the grace and mercy of Allah Jalla Wala, today we focus on chapter 33, Surah Al-Ahzab and verse number 37. We need to understand some background and history before we understand this verse here, chapter 33 and verse 37. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam married Sayyida Khadijat al-Kubra radiyallahu anha when he the Prophet peace be upon him Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was 25 years old and she Sayyida Khadija radiyallahu anha was 40 years old the marriage subsisted continued for 25 years and then she Sayyida Khadija radiyallahu anha her demise took place So she had a male slave, meaning a young boy, and his name was Zaid bin Haritha radiallahu So she then gave Nabi sallallahu sallam Zaid bin Haritha as a gift. And then Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam liberated, emancipated him. The master alayhi salatu salam liberated, emancipated 63 slaves in his hayati mubarakah, in his mubarak life. And one was Zaid bin Haritha radiallahu anhu. 
And then Mustafa sallam, after liberating him said, fine, you stay here with us. And so he was called according to the custom of Jahiliyyah, the pre-Islamic days, Zaid bin Muhammad, Zaid bin Muhammad. We say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, obviously. And that is that now you are the son of Prophet Muhammad, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But this is what you call an adopted son. So Islam wanted to nullify that how today also in the Western world and democratic dispensations that the adopted son can inherit and the adopted son is considered like a biological son. In Islam, that can never be. An adopted son will not carry the surname or the name of the adopted father or mother or whatever it is. So in Islam, that is absolutely haram and not permissible. Chapter 33, verse 5. You must call them by their biological father's name. That is the justice system of Almighty Allah. Now the Zaid bin Harisa grew up. He was freed, but he had that. Obviously, everybody knew that he was a slave. On the other side, remember, was, you know, Zainab binti Jahsh, radiallahu anha. She belonged to the highest strata of society, very, very attractive and beautiful and pious at the same time. She was the daughter of Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's poopy, Fui, that father's sister's daughter. So Umayma binti Abdul Muttalib. So nevertheless that now so Mustafa sallallahu told him Zaid he must get married to Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha. She and her family initially were very reluctant because he was a slave and they belonged to the highest strata of society and so forth. So thereafter when the master salam, explained they said fine let's get married. So this is what the master salam, is informing us. They got married, but they were not compatible to one another. The slightest argument, some misunderstanding. Then she would tell Zaidia, you're a slave and so forth once upon a time. So they were not compatible. And thereafter, remember, the divorce took place. But they did all this. Zaid and Sayyidah Zainab only for the love of Allah, for the love of Mustafa So after the divorce, after the iddah, the waiting period, Allah Jalla performed the nikah and the marriage ceremony between Mustafa and Zaid, between Mustafa and Sayyidah Zainab This is now Zaid already divorced, the iddah took place. So Zaid's name gets elevated and remember that he is the oldest Sahabi and companion whose name Nami Nami among Sahaba is mentioned in the Quran Sharif. And Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha, her name gets elevated. She is the only personality on the face of the earth that Allah Jalla performs her nikah. So see what a great lesson to show an adopted son or adopted daughter can never be treated as a biological son or biological daughter. So we need to be very clear on this issue. That's why this incident took place. 
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, chapter 33, verse 37. Wa idhtaqul. And remember when you, Ya Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Lilladhi to him, to him, to Zaid bin Harisa, who grew up in your house, you taught him, you treated him as your own son. An amallahu alayhi. Allah Ta'ala conferred his bounty upon him. Allah gave him Islam. Allah gave him as an iman. Allah mentioned his name, Nami, Ismigrami. He's the only one whose name is mentioned in the Noble Quran, as you will do just now. And you did a great favor on him, Ya Rasulullah Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that is that you liberated him. You brought him up in your house and people would call him Zaid after you. Then when things were not so good between husband and wife, they were incompatible, you would tell him for Zaid, Amsik alayka zawjak. No, keep your wife. Don't divorce her. And try to make the home. As we would normally do, we are ordinary mortals and sinners. This is rahmatulil alameen, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So obviously the master, alayhi salatu salam, was telling him, was sulhu khair. That remember that reconciliation is the best. So all that was going on. And fear Almighty Allah. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was addressed by Almighty Allah to fear Allah and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Obviously, you know, fear Allah. The address is to the Master alayhi salam, but the message is for me and you at all times, all places. And you were fearing and you were hiding that which is in your heart. So what was that? That Almighty Allah is going to allow that the divorce must take place and thereafter the idlet you will have to marry Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha. So it's like marrying your own son's wife, your own daughter-in-law. So to marry a daughter-in-law is haram if it is a biological son. But this is not a biological son. This is an adopted son. So to make ibtalu tabanni. So the rationale and reason was to nullify this belief and this concept that an adopted son will be treated like a biological son. So for you to marry your adopted son's uh, wife after your death and after he passes away or after divorce and it that finish. So for you to marry is permissible. So what you are hiding, concealing what is in your heart. What Allah Jalla will make manifest. And naturally you are fearing the consequences of what will people say. Allah Jalla says, Ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you don't worry about the people. Wallahu and Allah is more deserving. You fear Allah, Allah will take care of the masses and the people. So now the marriage turned sour, they were not compatible, and Zaid then radiallahu and this is Zaid bin Haritha. Always remember that. So this Zaid, he's the only Sahabi and companion and student of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whose Nami Nami Ismigrami, honorable name, is mentioned in the Quran. So men and women, he's the only one. So he then divorced her and it did the waiting period finished. Hence, when he, Zaid radiallahu an, 
that he finished with her, complete with her, watara. Watara normally means, remember that, al-hajatul muhimma. Very, very important messages, needs, and so forth. But in this text and context, kinayatun anittalaq, it means that he finished dissolving the marriage, divorcing her, and the iddat finish. Allah is elevating both. Zayd radiallahu anhu you did it for the sake of Allah for the love of Mustafa so now your name is no more Zayd bin Muhammad but Zayd your name is mentioned in the Quran subhanallah Allah mentions his name and you say that Zainab you belong to the highest strata of society initially you were reluctant but you said if Allah says so Mustafa says so Labbaik wa Sa'adik we're ready Allah says that now Zawajnaqaha Allah uses the royal pronoun to stamp his majesty authority sovereignty we get you ya Rasul Allah sallallahu alayhi married to her so Allah performed her her nikah, Sayyidah Zainab's nikah to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, likay la yakuna alal mu'minina haraj, so that upon the true believers there will be no sin upon them, fi azwaji ad-iya'ihim, in them marrying their adopted sons, wife, after the divorce, after their death, and so forth, idha qadaw min hunna wa tara, after the talaq proceedings and divorce proceedings are all completed the it that waiting period is finished and the command of almighty Allah must occur and will come to pass whether people like it or not it's not our degrees make things happen it is only the decree of almighty Allah from this verse here and chapter 33 verse number 5 oh you who adopted babies and children and so forth, and you registered them on your name, the adopted parent's name, is a major, major sin. You are cursed. Remember, man intasaba ila ghiri abi fa alayhi la'natullah wal malaika wal nasi ajma'een. Hadith Ibn Majah, Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmed. When you deliberately made your lineage towards somebody else beside your biological father, then remember that you are cursed by Almighty Allah, the angels and people. Islam will never allow that we go and adulterate the lineage of human beings. Yes, animals you don't have to worry and so forth because human being, we are the masterpiece of Almighty Allah's creation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us give you the news, views, interviews locally, nationally and internationally. The Gaza genocide continues. Today, Monday, is day 150. Five months today have passed. Alhamdulillah, O Muslim, say Alhamdulillah. 14 Jutlas dispatched straight to Jahannam in the past few days in the weekend, and more than 28 of them injured. We say Alhamdulillah. We're very happy about it. We have no empathy, sympathy for the Jutlas and Haramis. The Orthodox Jews have blocked a major highway 
anyway. They don't want to be conscripted in the army. The army is losing so many men and so many women and the reservists are being called in and yet that is not enough. Hamas is giving them a good threshing. But these Haramis, America, and then Britain, France, Germany, Israel, all rogue regimes, remember, and super terrorists, that they attack and they target the innocent babies, children, and innocent civilian men and women. So the Orthodox Jews say, we're not going to be part of the army and we don't accept conscription. Now uh, the Israelis, no delegation has come from Israel to Cairo regarding the ceasefire exchange of prisoners of war and the hostages and so forth. So the Qataris are there, Hamas is there, American delegation is there, the Jutlas Haramis are not there. They say, no, we want the list of all the people who are there by you. So Hamas tell them, how the hell can we give you the list when you are bombing day and night and murdering our people so we're not sure ourselves who you murdered and so forth. So this is Israel humiliated, disgraced in the international arena once more. Thursday, Israel murdered the flower massacre, 113 people plus minus. On Saturday, they killed 12 or 13 people. And yesterday also, they murdered over 25 people so they are murderers mass terrorists and super terrorists and super killers the baby killers and the killers of prophets and messengers the Jutlas are auctioning and selling the land which belongs to the Palestinians there in Canada and some of their rabbis are objecting on this can you believe this first you come as squatters you come as invaders you come as occupiers you come as terrorists once you come into a land and you occupy somebody else's land. Occupation is terrorism. Therefore, one settler, one bullet will settle the issue, you haramis. Israel, there's big panic buying now. So now they are buying big, big generators. They are buying that big, big batteries and so forth because there's a barrage of rockets coming into Israel from Lebanon and Beirut. And it seems war with Lebanon also might be imminent. Allah knows best. Now, they said, these are the Israeli rogue terrorist Nazi regime, Hitler's children. They said that they killed and murdered 10,000 people of Hamas. BBC woke up from their slumber. They said, we have contacted them. How come you reach this figure of 10,000? Till now, repeatedly they are asking, and they cannot prove that they killed 10,000, which is an absolute lie. Anything that comes from Israel, their army, politicians, are all fabrications and lies. Remember that. They always will be lying. The biggest harami is the cursed nation they are. In Pakistan, Shehbaz Sharif, the Choroki Hukumat, he becomes the Prime Minister, and this is his second term. His brother Nawaz Sharif will dictate to his younger brother what he must do, and so forth. And BBC carried a nice article. They said Imran Khan, he is always winning, even though he is in prison. The king of chaos, they're calling him. Because everybody knows he won the elections fair and square, but there was wholesale 
handily and wholesale rigging and this suits the Americans and the Europeans and the Pakistani army subchores all crooks and thugs if you ask me USA to Gaza they're making a big thing that they airlifted 30,000 meals the Palestinians reject this they say you murderers you gave Israel all the money all the arms to murder and kill us you give us 30,000 meals lousy meals and you think we are going to praise and sing your praises no when you come here to attack us then we will send you also to Jahannam and 10% of the Israeli soldiers that were killed, whether it's 1,000, 10,000, 3,000, whatever. So 10% are the Americans. For Biden, Israel has become an ungrateful liability and they all are cursed after they lost the war. The Russians, the Red Army against the Mujahideen in Kabul, Afghanistan, the Soviet Union disintegrated. So America will be losing, inshallah, after the dust has settled. Therefore, more and more Americans now are choosing Palestine over Israel. We speak about Remember the growing support for Palestine in America. Okay, Burkina Faso, 170 people killed, execution style in one village. Saudi Arabia distributed 10,000 Quran Sharifs in Muscat. Muscat is their Uman. O-M-A-N. So remember, beautiful place, Muscat, Salala and Muscat, but very, very expensive. We've been there. Trump wins in all three places. There's you, Nikki Haley, you Indian, you're just wasting time. Better go back to India and drink your cow milk or cow urine. So you're another liability there. And we got some sad news here. My colleague, we studied together also by our honorable teacher, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, and Mona Dawood Mohideen. You know, we used to call him affectionately Pups. He passed away yesterday about 4 or 5 o'clock, and his janazah was between 10.30 and 11 o'clock in Stanerton. And then we heard the sad news. I don't know the brother, but nevertheless, Mohammed Bayat of Durban, I don't know how these things work, but there at the pool, they tried to retrieve some gadget and so forth. He was electrocuted and he passed away, 35 years old. His wife is expecting first child. And his father also was trying to help. He's in the hospital. Allah, Jalla wa Allah, grant all the marhumin, Mona Dawood, Mohideen, Brother Muhammad Bayyad, all of them, Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la. Allah grant their family, Sabri Jamil. Mona Dawood is now survived by his wife. His wife is my family. And remember, they got three sons and brother Muhammad Bayad, no children, want to come now. Allah Jalala make easy for the widow. And remember, we always should make dua that Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-gharaqi wal-haraq. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from drowning and burning. But if a person passes away and he drowned or he's burnt with Iman Islam, then Mustafa some taught us they passed away as shaheed as martyrs now you know I've been to this place you Memon people you should know this place in India Jamnagar I went to Jamnagar so Jamnagar is there you see if you land there in Porbandar where Gandhi was born then you go to Banwar you go to Ranawau you go to Jamnagar this is all our Memon places now who's there Ivanka Trump, Trump's daughter is there, you understand, with Kushner. 
So what are they doing in the Memon place, Jamnagar, or Mukesh, Amani, or whatever his name is? So one of the richest guys in India, his son is getting married and so forth. So this Mukesh is getting married or his son. So they invited to Jamnagar. It's a three-day big bombshell going on there. Wine, dine, and swine, and a lot of things will be going on. See our South Africa. You South Africans, Muslim, Christian, Jews, Hindus, Buddhists, atheists, you better wake up. This Bela Bal is a disaster for South Africa. Now, this week, Friday, the 8th of March, in Rustenburg, nearby there, there's one school, Lar School or whatever. So, you must, it seems a primary school, I think, maybe a high school. So they're going to have gender swap day. They're going to stay. So the boys are going to wear the girls' uniform and the girls will wear the boys' uniform. So the boys will be coming with skirts and all that and the girls will be coming. I wonder if you're going to change the underwear also, these haramis. So this is what they want from now already to groom your children that they become genderless. They don't even know which gender they belong to. Eve becomes Steve and Steve becomes Eve. Chapter 4, verse 119. All Allah has cursed such people. Remember that. And you Muslims, you send your children to such schools. It's haram to send them. These are brothels. Remember that. Most conservatives are winning there in the Iranian election. So, yeah, in, in Cape Town, they pull out something new. Those of you who've been to Cape Town, and especially a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, you know about the Cook Sisters. So now they pull out a new one, Maulana Salim Karim. They're calling it Herzoghi. Why Herzoghi? In our history of South Africa, we had President by Minister Herzog, and he lied to the people, the non-whites and so forth. So he played two colors, two, we say two ways. So the people, our mothers, sisters in Cape Town, they made a biscuit, like you see, and they're calling it two colors. For example, brown one side and the other side cream and so forth. So the Herzoghi biscuits. Why? For our lying politicians. They lie so much, they don't feel ashamed also. In Canada, the Christians could end up in jail if they speak against the Jutlas on the crime of anti-Semite. We say go to hell with this anti-Semite of yours and your Holocaust. All lies it is the way you explain it. Israeli soldiers are going crazy, remember that, the trauma and so forth and so on. An Israeli helicopter, Yasur, was destroyed by the Palestinians. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Zuma threatened Zondo, Z versus Z. So Zuma says, Zondo, me, I'm going to take you on. So you know, the circus continues in South Africa. And in the Citizen, they carried this article. You can go to it, the Citizen newspaper. They say Praveen Godan must be fired. The deal he made for SAA and so forth. So that is what your new views is throughout the world South Africa local national we have about 14 minutes left Mulana. so inshallah let's fire up with the questions inshallah what is the ruling regarding using nutmeg spice in food as it intoxicates in extremely large quantities 
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. One is fatwa and one is taqwa. So from fatwa point of view, we say it is permissible. That's the verdict and the judgment we pass. But from a taqwa point of view, precaution and so forth, you don't use it. So then it's better you abstain. But we will not say it's haram absolutely and totally. So that is the fatwa and the verdict we issue. My mother-in-law is in Parada. However, she does not make Parada from the gardener. Is this allowed for this? She is 86 years old. Whether she's 86 years old or she's 18 years old. So whether it's the gardener, whether it's the cook, whether it's the worker, male worker, helper in the house. So hijab parda is compulsory. Remember that sometimes you are old but not cold. So remember. So all Allah speaks about parda, hijab, the woman covering her body, her face and all these type of things in the presence of strange men. Surah 33, chapter 33, verse 59 tell your honorable wives your beloved daughters the believing men our women our mothers our wives our daughters sisters nieces that they must wear the parda the hijab all of you ulama students read the book wonderful rawayul bayan Ahkam al-Quran by our Sheikh Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni Rahimahullah and under this type of verses he writes Bid'at to Kashfil Waj is haram for a Muslim lady to go and expose her face in front of strange men. Let's take questions from non-Muslims inshallah. We bombed tents in Rafa this weekend and are proud to say we eradicated 500 Hamas fighters in their tents. Don't think you can hide from us. We will destroy Islam. Warning. Remember that Islam from the time Mustafa sallallahu started his mission and message, then the enemies were threatening from those days. You, my Jutla, Jutli, brother, sister, go read the Noble Quran, chapter number 61 and verse number 8. Chapter number 61, verse number 8. Yuriduna liyutfi'u nur Allah The enemies of Islam, that is whether it's the Jews, whether it's the Christians, whether is the Hindus. We don't say every Jew or every Christian or every Hindu, but we'll say majority of them. They want to extinguish the effulgence and radiance of Islam, your word, to eliminate Islam. So the more you try it, Allah will let the radiance, effulgence of Islam spread more and more. Although the non-Muslims, they hated, detested. Don't you see the news I gave you from your sources? BBC says they contacted the Israeli diaper force, the murderers, and said, you said you killed 10,000 Hamas. Show us how you reached this figure, because according to our statistics, it's impossible. You are murdering, killing majority innocent babies, children, men and women and civilians. Till today, the Israelis cannot answer that question. This is from BBC. You can go check it up there. Second one, I just gave you the news now. Majority of 
Americans and the world, the global narrative is changing. They are siding with Palestine and not with Israel. Israel is a spent force. They can't even beat Hamas after 150 days today, five months. Shame on you, you murderous swines. Allah Ta'ala made you into pigs and swines for this reason. Chapter 5, verse number 60, and monkeys. Because you murdered prophets and messengers and today you're showing what your forefathers did and you're happy about it so therefore you also just behave like a swine and a monkey also we non-muslim ladies can divorce our husbands why can't muslim women do the same Sarafina? So, my sister, for you non-Muslims, you can make, you understand, children, everything before you get married. Don't you see today boyfriend, girlfriend? They say, no, you must make tribal first. With boy and girl, male and female, they have an affair. Then he says, I want to see whether she can give birth or not. And then he leaves her. So, for you, fornication, adultery, gay business, lesbian, everything is permissible. In Islam, we have a divine code. And see, your divorce rate spike out of control and majority of your families today the children are illegitimate so all this for you is permissible you look at South Africa you look at Brazil you look at France and all that so Islam wants stability a woman is very very emotional she will just start giving divorce understand on flimsy grounds and so forth and so on so therefore Islam did not give her the rule the right of giving divorce willy-nilly when she feels like yes Yes, the Muslim lady, when she's getting married, she can insert a clause. But both parties must agree, the husband and the wife. She tells the husband, if you, Allah forbid, the husband commit adultery, you go on drugs, you go on alcohol, or there is wife bashing and so forth. I'm just giving examples. There are many others. Then she, the wife, will have the right of divorce. This is called tafwizu talaq. So now the husband delegated the right of divorce to his wife by mutual consent. So that is permissible in Islam. So it is not that Islam does not allow it completely. Islam will say as a rule, only the husband has the right to give divorce. But if there are exceptions to the rule, if both of them by mutual agreement agree that the wife also has the right, if the husband commits ABC crimes so that is permissible in Islam so Islam is a religion for to protect the chastity of people and protect the families and so forth and your system is there to erode everything and live as dysfunctional families see that your Christian church today how many pedophilia you see the Jews and so forth 90% 80% have left through Judaism they have become secular Jews and so forth so this is the reason because remember you cannot solve their problems in this modern day and modern age Azan was given in a church over the weekend many travelers did not know that it was a church even with the crosses on the walls prayers was performed inside the church is their prayers valid Mustafa? 
totally haram. The people, I don't know which organization or which family hosted their function there. So all haram. The Quran Sharif states, Surah 5, verse number 2, Do not cooperate with the in sin and in vices. So now you paid a handsome amount to that church there. They're going to use it to propagate their kufr and shirk and blasphemy and idol worship. They say Jesus is son of God. Jesus is a great, great messenger and prophet of all might Allah. got nothing to do with being the son of God and this is shirk and idol worship and polytheism. So now all that is haram and to say they didn't know it's a church but you're blind and that you can't see all the statues there and all. So the whole event is haram. Everybody who went there is cursed by all Mighty Allah and Nabi Salam. and all of you must repeat your salat and make sure in future we don't attend and we don't host all these type of haram functions in the church and so forth. Mufti Sahib, while traveling for Umrah and reaching Jeddah, the vehicle they were traveling in met up in an accident and all <laughs> occupants died. Will this be a virtuous death, Mufti Sahib? Allah Jalla Wala grant them all Jannatul Firdaus. If they were traveling towards Jeddah, maybe they were all in Ihram. From there, they were going to Makkah. Or maybe they were going towards Jeddah. They already performed Umrah, Ziyarah to Medina and returning home. Allah alone knows what the circumstances are. But remember, they have passed away as a shuhada, as martyrs. And the Quran Sharif teaches us, وَمَنْ يَخْرُجْ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ مُحَاجِرًا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ And whosoever left their home. And they went to please all, Mithi Allah Jalla Wala and Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Muhajiran illallah wa rasulihi thumma yudrikul maut and then death overtook them faqad waqa'a ajruhu alallah their reward is already established by all mighty Allah jalla wala chapter number 4 verse number 100 easy reference surah nisa verse number 100 and if they were in ihram and in the state of consecration in the garb of a pilgrim yub'athu yawm al-qiyamati yulabbi they will wake up tomorrow on the day of justice saying and 100% Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Hadith and people who pass away in accidents and so forth so Allah Ta'ala will raise them and resurrect them with the shuhada and martyrs always we should beg all Mithya Allah Jalla Wala Chapter 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Tawaffani Muslima wa alhiqni bisaliheen. Oh, beloved Allah, let us pass away and let me die with Iman and Islam and unite me with a devout and pious servants. Allah grant them all Jannatul Firdaus al A'la. Allah grant their family Sabri Jameel. Ameen, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Kamakazi Islamic fighters, will they enter Jannah? They are on a suicide mission. 
Remember that y'all are the people who coined the terms. You are the ones that murder and kill our children. America murdering 500,000 children, half a million in Iraq. Madeleine Albright, the Jutli Harami. If you ask them what's all this, you're murdering 30,000 people there, 100,000 injured in Gaza in five months. Today is day 150. They will tell you, no, it's collateral damage. You are the biggest murderers and terrorists and remember the people Guantanamo Bay 20 years plus my brothers are there only Muslims are there my sister Dr. Afia is there so who's the terrorist and so forth and so on you are calling it kamikaze attacks you are calling it suicide we don't call it that we call this amaliyatul istishhad martyrdom operations we love martyrdom we love death we're not like you jutlas and Hindus and mushriks and so forth Quran speaks about it how you hate death and so forth they never want to die nor the jutlas want to die nor the mushrik idol worshippers want to die they want to love they want to love for a thousand years so we reject that term you coined it you haramis and then you want to make us feel guilty nay see what Hamas is doing they are attacking your army and sending them to Jahannam and Hellfire they don't even understand this how come these five ten thousand people are beating the American army the British army the French army the German army the Indian army, the Israeli army, and they got iman, they got faith, and once you have faith, you will win with the help and mercy of all. Mighty Allah, Jalla Wala, come in fiatin qalilatin ghalabat fiatin kathiratan bi'ithnillah. All Mighty Allah has taught us how many a time a small group of people, a small army, they will be victorious against the big, big army and the coalitions and so forth and so on. So all the you will find enshrined in the noble Quran. Last question, Molana, Surah 2, verse 249. Is it okay to call another person an angel? Would we be sinful for saying so because Allah's angels are special creation? It does not mean you are meaning to understand. I call you call your wife, I call my wife honey. It don't mean you are meaning honey. It just means you are a sweet person and so forth. My sweetie, my honey, my Popeye, call whatever you want to. She likes it. You like it. So when you say, oh, my angel, so that it don't mean now angel. It just means you are so good, so pure and so forth. So it's permissible when you take the figurative meaning. And today, 8.30, to nine, inshallah, I will speak about Gaza and so forth. One to two, Tafsir, two to two, thirty, our trip to Eastern Cape tonight, eight to ten, with Afiz Wadi, the QA. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.